Greetings, listeners. This is Termination Shock. Hello, this is Greg Stolze. Hi, I'm Jose Garcia. I'm Lachlan Sudarshan. And this is, what, our 10th episode of Termination Shock. I'm, uh, I'm mm-hmm. calling this one separate but equal. So, <laughs> uh, We're only going to have to be gifts of a session today, I understand. What? I oh, did you not? I didn't hear what you said. I said, apparently, we're only going to have three-fifths of a session today. Ouch. All right. Oh, boy. So, who wants to catch us up on... Uh, Lachlan, do you want to go ahead? Yeah, uh, uh, sure. Um, So let me think. We had picked up last time um, right after we had spoken with Greta about scheduling the election. Um, We had asked her if I think one week from now was a good time. And she had said yes. Uh, that would be that would be pretty good. And we had learned that her uh, impressions of us were a little bit warmer than we had expected. <laughs> so that's pretty good. Um, we had uh, talked to Aruna, and she'd also agreed. Yeah, one week is is pretty solid. And uh, we had like lusted after the the wood that she had in her apartment, and she had talked about um, like planning to give out the matter mitter blueprints for wood in order to um, help buy votes on her side and we said that's a pretty smart idea give us some of that wood later Um, and we left her to her own devices there Um, we had spoken to um, Chai Lai I believe or or BU the the guy's BU. Yeah, we had spoken to BU and, um, you know, adhering to the rule of threes, he did not want to have the election one week from now. Oh, wait, that's and not BU, that's Apo. Apo, excuse me. Okay, yeah. Apo is, is the guy, BU is the barista, and Chai Lai is the kid that Apo was uh, kidnapping, right? Okay, um, so Apo had, had uh, balked at having the election one week from now and said that he had to go and do some mining to uh, secure capital because um, he'd heard through the grapevine that our ant overlords were planning to cut off our allowance pretty soon, and he needed uh, to have a bunch of matter to jam into the um, generators. And he said, you know, I want to be like the robber baron guy. Uh, I need three weeks to carve chunks off of mines because we're playing Eve now. Um, Henry had managed to sort of socially maneuver his bodyguards against him by pointing out what a giant asshole he was. And um, he'd taken a pot shot at us and missed and lost all of his social hit points. So some kind of weird stuff's going to happen to him. And uh, we left there. Ben had uh, called... Stanley and said, hey, come mining with us. And Esmeralda said, I'm going to die of exhaustion, literally, unless you pick up one of my shifts. So uh, Henry was going to go and deliver some some beebs. And uh, we'd had we'd had our fine, 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 like sitcom argument thing at the end about like whose thing was more important. And we did some dice stuff to each other. And I think Henry came out on top and 
harmed Stanley's social hit points by making the more logical and emotional argument. And Stanley was like, I can't admit that that's true, even though I feel like my guy would think that he's in the right here. But I got to I got to save face and storm off. And I think that was like the cliffhanger that we left off on. Yes. Is that that all sound I, right? Yes. Okay. I, I was yeah. hoping for yeah. greater histrionics with the bro breakup, but oh, and oh. I misspoke. This is Sorry. session eleven. So, been at it for a while. Um, I thought our our breakup was pretty histrionic. What do you think, Jose? <laughs> I think um, I think it's definitely. Uh, I did, I think we could have gotten a little bit bigger, but at the same time. It's kind of an, the the ultimate. I think the thing for me is that it's kind of an easy call. Like, like the like even <laughs> even through even through like even in uh, even in Stanley's mind because it's like yeah of like of course you you'd take care of the sick people like fine I kind go of off and make, save lives like yeah, a bitch how, how, who's gonna how say that how dare you <laughs> I kind yeah. of it better though if one of them knows that he's wrong and oh, still sticks to his position rather than them both being on equal footing it's not just like oh yeah my guy wins it's more like you know if if one of them is like i know that i'm arguing for the wrong reasons but i've just i've dug in too deep sunk cost right. fallacy means that i have to keep doing this my, right like i i think in, in retrospect i, I kind of like that if my I, if honor I demands I, that yeah. i act like a gigantic ass <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, we're we're like fighting like on sitcoms. That's what you yep. wanted. So, yep. Okay. Um, so we start Gosh, with so the so Stanley is gonna be on the ship for a fairly you know you guys are gonna be apart for a fairly long time. Um, so I'm just gonna fast forward if it's okay with you to Stanley. You know, goes packs his stuff, sets off. Uh, you know goes to Ben and is like, okay, how soon do we leave? How soon do we leave? And uh, probably Elijah tries to talk to each of you about, mm-hmm. well, what's wrong? I can tell Stanley was, Henry, why is your brother so upset? And, uh, you know, Henry making some snarky reply. And uh, so, but we will open, uh, who do we want to open with? You can go first, dude. It's cool. <laughs> Uh, we'll open with Stanley, and right. you get a couple surprises as you get on the boat. Uh, the boat now has this is is Ben's ship moving ship. It's large. It does not have a lot of uh, connected. It does not have a lot of enclosed cargo space, but it's basically got uh, a series of airlocks so that you can connect other ships to it. And it was used for delivering other ships. It was like those big trucks you see on the highway with a bunch of cars stacked up on them. So the way this is going to work is that the Galileo, which you named, uh, is a big mining ship connected to this. The, what was it, the Zulu Princess... Yes, yes, it was. The Zulu Princess is also connected. Um, both these ships are kind of sticking out of the back of uh, the the tender, or the central ship, like dorsal fins. Um, they can, uh, you know, align thrusters to help add uh, movement, which you'll need to do when you're coming back. The way this is going to work 
is going out. It'll be two days out. Um, you'll spend two weeks float. You'll you'll detach the mining ships, and on your way out, you've got all kinds of space because uh, you know the mining ships are empty. So everybody will have plenty of room of their own. On the way back, you will be. That'll be three days back because it takes longer to accelerate them when they're full of matter. And also, it is going to be cramped. You are going to all be packed together because now all the cargo space that you were living in is filled with the rewards of mining. And so as you are packing your stuff into the uh, the Galileo, um, you see the crew of the Zulu Princess who give you high fives and daps and are are uh, very pleased to see you again. That's Kikibi, Pranav, and Jagati. Um, the tender ship, Ben's ship, has now been renamed the Brood Sow because the other ships are connected to it, apparently. Uh, and you find out that who is going to be stationed, who is going to be living in the... Um, in the Galileo with you is Slew, who you right. did not see as a miner. Yeah, no, not, not at all. Wow. And Apo. There it is. <laughs> there it is. So oh, wow, you, I didn't see that coming. There's a, there's a, there's a moment of, of, of he's coming up to Slew, and he's got those big bright smiles. He's like, I didn't know. And then, and, then, and then he feels Apo's glare. He doesn't see Apo first, but he knows. And he turns around, and there's Apo right there. Oh, hello! <laughs> just, just a, oh, hello to like to like both of them. And he Apo folds his huge purple arms and glares at you and says, "So I guess you are our pilot." I would be indeed, and you have nothing to fear. I am one of the best pilots on Mars. We're not on Mars no more. And with that, he shuffles off to his room. And Slew is sort of setting up her sleeping area and says, Well, I'm glad that you're going to be on this this journey. It's good to have a familiar face, and I, I'm hoping this is as profitable as Mr. Ben tells me it will be. I hope so. I hope so, too, Slew. I'm, and it's good to see you two here. I think if I were here with Apo alone... I'd probably deck him. Hmm. Yes, one of you would deck one of you. What? Uh, your faith in me is uh, always appreciated, Slew. She shrugs. She's like, well, mm, it is what it is, and three weeks is a long time, and you hear many stories about uh, people on the on journeys like this getting the uh, the space madness and trying to kill each other, but I'm sure that won't happen here because you and I are far too sensible for the space madness, right? Indeed. We are we of a finer culture. The space madness has no effect on high folk like us. And at that point Ben comes by and says, Alright, hey, uh, it's, it's, I'm so glad to see you. This is going to be a great trip. I think, I, I honest to God, think it's going to be a milk run. Uh, you know, mining back on Mars, you had to be really particular and look for the stuff with rare earths and heavy metals and, and such. But here, you know, all we need to do is bring back tonnage. 
So I think that's going to make things a little easier for some of a, you know, you're, you haven't done any mining before, have you? Well, I myself personally, no, but I knew many miners and I could easily, and I easily picked up on some of their skills. Uh-huh. And he looks at Slew and he's like, and I know you, he, he like takes her hands and is, is feeling, and he's like, I know you never did any mining before. And she's like, thank you for giving me this opportunity. And he's like, well, you know, we need a gunner. And he's like, but speaking of which, you're not armed, are you? Uh, I don't think he is. No, I'm not armed. Is, is, is there a problem? Is I just have a no, no firearms on the mining trip. It just, you know, it's just a safety precaution. Right, of course. It's like, so I'm going to have to look through your stuff. That's perfectly fine. And looking through your stuff, so you do not have your turkey blaster with you. No, he did not. He did not bring the turkey blaster. I think even if he had thought to have brought the turkey blaster, he probably would have forgotten it because I feel like he packed in a huff. Ah, all right. Uh, you know, that's he good. I like off. that. When you see him come out of Apo's enclosure, he has something wrapped in a cloth, and Apo's like, and he's like. Mm, yeah, he's like, this is getting locked up uh, in the airlock before we launch. He's like, do you know if the, he's like, the Zulu princess people, do you know if they're tooled up? Do you know what their sort of situation there is? No, I can't can't say I checked in with them weapons-wise. All right, well, I don't anticipate any problems. I mean, it's... it's always a little touchy when you're working with people that you uh, that you don't know before. But after this, I'm sure we'll all trust each other implicitly, right? Oh, absolutely. And, you, know, you saved their lives, so that's always a big lever. And he tips his cap at you. He is somehow from somewhere. He has acquired a uh, like a Greek fisherman's cap. But the uh, the like rope braiding on top of the brim is in gold. And so he tugs that at you, and off he goes. So All right. uh, And Henry, the next day, shows up at the hospital. Uh, You know, what's what's Henry's mood as he rolls into his first first job? Hmm. Well, let's see. I assume that his mood will be dictated before he sees like what his his clinic patient du jour is. So he'd be trying to sort of tamp shit down and not let it go through to make his patients uncomfortable. But you know there'd there'd be some bleed around the edges. So he'd be like he'd be professional, but he'd be like really curt, which is unusual for him. I think. Okay. Does um, that make sense? When you get in there, the other physician on. Uh, on call is smooth the mm-hmm. uh, self-mutilated uh, pred and he's got this guy who's throwing up and complaining about blindness okay he's like oh and is his uh, ansible you know clicks on with it is good to have another human here this okay. appears to be a humanocentric Self-inflicted illness? Oh, so he's drunk. Okay, got it. Um, so that's good to know. 
Here's what a Greek fisherman's cap looks like, Jose, because I didn't know what that was either. But, <laughs> oh, um, okay, I'll take a look. Yeah. There it is. Just, you know, while we're over here. Is that what you were talking about, Greg? Yes. Yeah, so that, that's cool. I'd seen them oh, before, but I didn't know the name for it. Fancy. Oh, rad. Yeah, so like the gold piping was what he was referring to on the top. Okay, so um, my, my educated guess would be that this guy is drunk somehow, which means that he's a real high roller if he's able to waste his five pounds of biomass on making alcohol. So um, I'll, I, I guess I'll ask if they, if they checked for that. Um, he's like, and Smooth is like, I'm unclear about the, consum- about the deliberate consumption of poison. Yeah, well, it uh, it's a depressant. It uh, has a soporific effect. It uh, delays the um, receptors in the brain. My uh, stomach it, it, hurts. Young man, um, I'm just going to ask, and feel free to be honest. I'm uh, not law enforcement or anything. Um, did you have anything to drink last night? Well, we were trying to make something with the with the fabricator. Yes. And yeah, I drank it and um I got really drunk, but now it's hard to see. Oh, oh. Well, I'm afraid that uh, historically uh, this is uh, a known effect of trying to roll your own, as it were. Um, did you test the uh, output before you imbibed? What do you mean? Did you make sure that you distilled ethyl alcohol and not methyl alcohol? There's ki- there's different kinds? Yes, the short answer is yes. Ethylene is suitable for human consumption. That's what's in uh, beer and wine and spirits and and whatnot. Methyl alcohol is not. It's wood alcohol. You use it for um, cleaning uh, wooden surfaces. Uh, You use it as uh, wound treatment when you cut yourself. Rubbing alcohol is this. If you drink it, you will uh, paralyze yourself and and go blind. Um, This was... Can you fix uh, it? And then he throws up. Well, you're you're in the process of fixing it right now, uh, unfortunately. Um, But yes, as long as you didn't uh, drink too much for too long, uh, we should be able to uh, we should be able to get you back in 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 working condition. Just um, I'm going to need to know what you did to yourself. Do you have any left? Uh, Yeah, I stopped drinking after my stomach started hurting and he hands it over. And yeah, it is 100 percent pure methyl alcohol. Yeah, all right, figured. Okay, okay so I so assume that in our sci-fi setting that we have some way to actually fix um, the crystals that he's created in his muscles and his eyes and shit. Uh, give me a give me a roll. Beat a target number of 10. Ah, oh, shit, okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay, great, I got a 12. Okay, so yeah, you are filtering out his blood, and you can manage to do this just with the microsurgical suite. Okay, Instead good. of having to pop him into the full-bore, egg-shaped um, tissue regenerator. Okay, so and I tell the dialysis machine, hey, hold all of the wood alcohol particles back, and then just put all of his blood back into him? Yep. And so you, you, get, to, you get a little more experience with the uh, surgical device, which is tremendously 
advanced and versatile. So that's fine. Okay. Smooth, you know. That's good. I can I can work it with my human hands and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's, uh, you know, it's all manipulable dials and trackballs. Oh, good. So that's what's that's what's going on. You uh, you know, you explain drunkenness to Smooth, who doesn't seem to really get it. Get what does, the point is, yeah. He does if it makes you feel the, bad, why do you drink it? God, Smoothie's such a square. <laughs> um, yeah, well, he's, his point of view seems to be that, you know, it makes no sense to intentionally dull your intellectual and... Um, and your physiological responses, yeah, yeah it makes you more to assailants and such and you know that's that's all true it's all and you're like yeah that's but hey it's a human thing you wouldn't understand uh at some point he uh transfers out and juganu the giant glow worm oh, comes in awesome. he's asleep he wants to know what uh you know when you when you have a a uh an eat well, uh, downtime he wants to know what the deal is with nipples on men Oh, okay. Well, I can explain that to him. That's not hard. All right. So that's that's you at the hospital. So cool. you have a, a couple a couple easy days there. Oh, good. Um, Do I, am I able to like sort the the guy out and make sure that he doesn't poison himself again? Like, yes, to- you you are able to fix what went wrong. He did not he did not have a very advanced case. He came in and got help nice and quickly. Okay. Because, uh, like, if he was with a group of people, I want to make sure that he didn't, like, sell it or give it to anybody else. He was trying to set himself up as a little bootlegger, but just did not have anywhere near the... Uh, now, look, if he wants to do that, God bless him. I just want to make sure that he's not, like, blinding people. <laughs> he does not have the skills. He does okay. not have the grasp of chemistry required to do this. So... uh yeah, people are starting to. Uh, what happened with the uh, the wines? Did people agree to allow those to be scanned? I can't even remember what we did with the the, the wine economy. Oh yeah, the wine economy was something that we had um, dealt with in like sort of not fade to black, but we dealt with it in background. Um, that was something that uh, Ling Pak had given to us as payment for squatting in our basement. I think. Ah, oh, so Ling Pak is living in your in your place because he does not. He he's said that he was going to once he got onto Gumstring Station, but we hadn't really seen him again until the last time that he had screen time and asked us about um, uh, inventing like uh, karaoke camp cover band things. But um, he had said. Hey, uh, if you if you help me out and smuggle me on in our your roll top desk or whatever, then um, that was I it. can give you the formula for wine. We never we never got around to doing anything with it, but I believe that's where we landed. Well, at some point on that, does that sound right, Jose? He owes you. Yeah, yeah, that sounds and, right. Okay, because you know he's he's sneaky and untrustworthy, but like if he says he'll do something, he in our experience has done it. So. All right, all right. So at some point... I think that's what happened with that. Because, like, I mean, if the guy wants to get drunk, then that's cool. I just want to make sure that he does it safely. I'm a doctor. Uh, Yeah, at some point, a data file gets uploaded to your Ansible from... Uh the, The from category is just a string of nonsense, but there's a little, like, bitmapped picture of... Mm -hmm. uh, of pack 
oh, giving cool. the thumbs up. Awesome. Uh, and it is a chemical output file that you could put into one of these matter fabricators. And if you try it, yeah, it's wine. Okay, cool. So, um, you know, maybe a week ago I probably would have given this to the kid, but now I think it might be prudent to sit on this, not necessarily for selfish reasons, but if our allowance does get cut off, we're going to need something worthwhile to contribute to the community in order to, like, exchange it for, for trade and services and shit. So... What Beyond do you think? Worthless Jose? stuff like you know medical knowledge, but well, look, that's good for me. But I mean, I don't know what I'll be able to get in exchange for that in the new economy. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's like a socialist type thing where everybody gets one unit of money regardless of their job. I don't know if I'm going to be paid more than say the barista or whatever. Like, I don't know if I'm going to get three humans worth of output for times when like mining isn't active because stanley your mining thing is going to be on off it's not going to be steady right uh yeah that's what I, that's versus what I medical which i think is going to be relatively steady since there's always going to be some somebody doing shit to themselves on the on the ship so that's that's my rationale for sitting on these plans at least for right now yeah your other cases are things like colds and fevers Okay. Uh, you know, anything you get when people get piled together with people they haven't been around too much. Um, yeah, sure. Legionnaires and stuff. Basic accidents and, uh, you know, one nasty piercing gone awry. So. Oh, geez. Okay. Basic stuff. Well, can I uh, staple that guy's scrotum back together? Or <laughs> So, yeah, pretty much. You're like, ooh, yeah, this, this micro. Get in the microsurgical suite because no way am I touching that with my hands. So. Huh. All right, so you settle in and are getting ready for the big debate. Um, All right. Now, Stanley, you're off on the ship. Uh, who are you Who are you interacting with? Who are you socializing with out of, let's see, there's a total of seven of you. Right. Um, he's definitely socializing with Slow. Uh, okay. He's, he's definitely keeping, he's definitely keeping, uh, Hanging out with the the crew of the Zulu Princess, uh, right. definitely Ben. Kind gi- giving Apo not necessarily the cold shoulder, but separating for like I'm gonna you know I don't like who I am when I'm around that guy. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep my distance. I'm a responsible human being. All right, um, this is complicated because Kikibi and Jagadi, the captain and the engineer on the Zulu Princess are buddies with Apo. And you you find out that, you know, they are in fact the ones who recommended him to Ben for this project. Um and so you are, you know, hanging around with them. Um Jigati, you you get the sense that Jagati and Pranav are a couple just because they're always together, they finish each other's sentences, uh, you know, the, each of them knows how the other takes their coffee, they have the shared jokes and kind of of common intimacy. It's There's one moment in particular where, you know, the door opens and Pranav sees Jagadi come in and he just he just gets that little smile. So ah. there's there's definitely a bond there you can pick up on. Um, so that's all going on. 
Um, Apo is, you know, talking to Slew a fair amount since you're in the same ship and he doesn't want to talk to you. And uh, so, but you don't, but those conversations always seem to end when you walk in the room. Mm-hmm. So what are you doing? Um, other than that, uh, other than kind of kind of dealing with some of the tenseness of that, uh, I think he's also definitely passing his time by trying to get to know a ship a little bit more, uh, just in general, because a pilot should kind of always know the ins and outs of the ship. Uh, so that's that's also an excuse to kind of duck out as soon as Apo comes in and they want to talk to him. Uh, um. Because specifically the last time he was in the ship, it wasn't for very long, and he wants to memorize, you know, the call signs and stuff like that, just right. in case there's another situation, like, with rescuing the Zulu princess. Well, the ship's um, in great shape. It's brand new. All right. Um, so, yeah, is there... Do ships still have owner's manuals? Yeah, and you've, you know, you're going over this. It's all... It's all straightforward. This It's the standard... Um, Standard kind of uh, of controls. It's not built to go into atmosphere. This thing would burn up on reentry. Okay, it is yeah, that's important a, to know. It is strictly a void ship, but within those parameters, it's tough because it's built to bang into asteroids. It's basically shaped like a giant open-ended cylinder. And okay. what you can do is just fly it at smaller asteroids and scoop them up and then process oh, them okay. or strap them down inside the ship. So okay, once you good. get to the field, you'll be doing that. It also has weaponry that can be used to blow larger asteroids into smaller ones so that if it's too big to digest, you can basically chew it up. And it emerges that... That's what Slew has been hired on to do, is that at some point, in addition to training with handguns, she trained with ship guns. Which, yeah, all right. And, you know, when you if you ask her about this, she just kind of shrugs and says, I never saw myself as a sexy space warrior, and yet here we are. You know, uh, he, he kind of says something like, you know, tense times bring out the best in all of us. She's like, I'm not sure this is the best in me. I, all I ever wanted to do was sing, and then I sing in front of a, uh, an audience of millions uh, who have never human, heard a human voice, and what they are more impressed with is the, uh, the crooning of the frog cats. And, you know, I, and I cannot deny its beauty. It was, it was a, a moment of revelation. I mean, I sing well for a human, but I only have one throat and they have four. How how am I supposed to compete with that musically? Well, a thing you have to remember is that no one is used to humanity. Humanity has its own... Humanity certainly has its own niche and its own talent when it comes to music. We just haven't found it yet. Sure, the frog cats might have four throats, but... I'm sure there's th- I'm sure that there's abilities that the frog cans can achieve that we certainly can. It's just a matter of finding it and finding our place. Uh, perhaps, perhaps, but it's it's difficult, you know. I 
and I think it's different for you. You know, you still have your ship. You still have your your spiders. Your brothers loom for for the love of God. You have uh, you know your wardrobes, your 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 memories. All that was taken from me. I I fled my club with the clothes on my back, and that's uh, and and I have gotten very little since. But I should not burden you with my my worries and concerns. This no, no, no. Get, letting this out is all important. We need to be we need to be as open with our friends as possible if we're to make it through this. Yes, yes. I suppose. I suppose. It is also it weighs on me that so many people I know, I, I don't know where they are or if they made it off of Mars. I don't know what happened back on Mars. But there's. And there's no way at all of finding out, of, of making contact with them again. So I just have to accept that everyone who didn't escape is is lost to me now. Uh, the, Stanley has a bad idea, a very bad idea, and there is no Henry around to dissuade him from this bad idea. So Excellent. He, <laughs> He looks around, looks back and forth to the right, motions for Slew to kind of go to, to, to the corner, and just goes, what if I told you that there could be a way that we could try to recontact people back home? Oh no, bro. Well, what are you talking about? I need you to be in the... I need, I need you to promise me in the utmost secrecy that you will not spread word of this to anyone. Oh no, bro. You know you can trust me. Of course I can. Listen. We know somebody who is trying to contact Earth. And I know what you're thinking. I, too, was suspicious. But I believe... But he is trying to contact family. And I believe... That if I... That, and I believe that if I can try to help him achieve this without alerting the exes at Earth of our location, we could, we could attempt a census. We could attempt a way to make sure that, ev- that, that everyone here is where they are and that everyone who survived on Mars and may perhaps on Earth, is safe. Hmm. There is hope. But how could this work? Uh, the, Ansible, the Ansible cannot communicate within the, the, the solar system. We're trying to... I'm, I'm, trying to look in, I'm trying to look into creating a faster-than-light transmission system that can break the termination shock. I don't quite know how yet, and I don't quite know how to put the materials, but I am working on it. I just, with the help of someone who I cannot name, but a, a meaningful look, you probably already know who it is. She puts one hand over one of her eyes. Mm, he, he, he nods. Uh-huh. Are you, are you surprised? I know I cer- I'm certainly not. This is a lie. I'm, he is surprised. I'm a little surprised. Uh, he always struck me as the most self-interested of men, and that that was fine, so long as you could align your self-interest with his, he was very useful. But if your self-interest was of no use to him, you could rely on him only to let you down. This is true, but unlike other times, he has skin in the game. His Hmm. daughter's on Earth. His daughter is on Earth as a human or as an ex-human? That I could not know. It was hard, you know, packets. Hard to get any info out of him. Indeed it is. Be careful in your dealings with him. I certainly will. Don't 
don't believe that I'm jumping into this lightly, but I believe that this can not only help us achieve some sort of peace of mind, it can help prevent any future Xe versus our our alien allies of the future. I see. Well, I hope you are right about this. And so she gives you a somber nod and has, you know, that heavy thinking look on her face as she goes off to her, her enclosure. And with that, we will skip over to Henry. Tree, yeah, the thing is, we're going into this treason with our eyes wide open and the best of intentions. So, <laughs> but it doesn't count if I'm doing it for a good reason, dude. Don't you pay attention? So you are at the uh, at the hospital when a uh, a guy comes in, and he will only talk to you. And Jugganu, he will only talk to me. Yes. Uh, you know, Juganu says, That's yeah. weird. Do I know him? You do. He says his Juganu tells you his name is Sandal. And he's like, oh, is that okay. a kind of. I don't of, think I know anybody by that name. Is that a kind of thing that you put on your lower hands? Yes, that's uh, what it is. Um, it's uh, an ancient foot covering, uh, normally worn without socks, although uh, some people object to this conventional wisdom. Um, perhaps he spells it differently, or uh, he's from a planet where that's a common name. But uh, yes, it, it does give pause. Well, he wouldn't talk to Esme, only you. So it's not just <laughs> typical humanocentrism. That's peculiar. I don't think I know this gentleman. Um Perhaps it's a personal problem. Uh, I'll uh, go ahead and see him. All right. Uh, he is probably a... just has herpes or something. Space herpes. Um, yeah, he is sitting in the examination room, hunched over in the you know, the posture of the patient, and he looks up and says, "You're that Burroughs guy, right?" So he's hunched over, so that's more more credence to my herpes theory. Yes, that's what they call me. Uh-huh. Uh, your name is Sandal, uh, right, sir? Yeah. Um... I don't believe we've met. I'll snap on a glove and I'll shake his hand. Uh, why is it uh, exactly that you requested me instead of uh, Dr. Um, what was her name? Lopez Sanchez? Uh, Fong? <laughs> Fong, okay. Um, why was it that you uh, requested me instead of Dr. Uh, Fong? Oh. Was it uh, a personal problem? Pack said you were okay. Ah, uh, shit. Okay. Have, uh, have, have you had something done to yourself by him, or...? Uh? Well, yeah, um... I- yeah, and it's fine. I'm sure I'll get over this. I just okay. wanted to make sure that, uh, you know, to see if you could give me something. Because I just, I feel like hammered puke, man. And he rolls up his sleeve, and you see this kind of nasty-looking sore on his upper arm. Okay. And he's like... What is it? What does it look like? Like, is there like a puncture wound or is it like an, uh, an abrasion or uh, is it like a track mark? Or, a like, series of puncture wounds. Yeah. Okay. Great. Back and... awesome. So what, what is it that you're thinking? Oh, I'm sorry. Did you not hear me? I said, uh, great. It looks like Link Pack is selling heroin. We have now segued into the Marvel cinematic universe. Um, 
All right. Uh, so, does it look like um, does it look like track marks? Are they infected? Uh, it's not tradi- No, they're not traditional track marks. They are. It does look kind of infected. Um, okay. Track marks. You'd usually put it on the inner arm where the yeah. veins are really big, like when you take blood out. Um, yeah. This is up in the muscle. Okay, so it's on like his bicep or something. Uh, yeah, actually, the uh, the deltoid above that. Oh, okay, then my guy's not gonna think that he's doing heroin. I just I misunderstood what you meant. That's that's weird. So is it like in a circle or something like a like a circle of um, puncture marks? Like somebody uh, plugged in like a USB to him or something? No, it looks like he was given an injection or a series of injections or an injection by someone who doesn't really know how to do injections and so had to take a couple tries at it. Okay. Well, um, I guess we'll start there. Uh, what uh, what is it that's been done to you? Is this uh, an attack from a weapon? Were you in a, an altercation with? Uh, no, 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 no. Um, I just was doing some stuff with Pack, and uh-huh. he yeah. said that he had a plan, and that he would help me out if I would be part of the plan. And I asked, "What's the plan?" And he said that I didn't really need to know the plan but that he would give me this shot that would keep me safe later on, maybe. And also he needed to, that there was some risk. You know, he said there was some risk, uh, but uh, that that it was pretty safe. And, you know, for what I, uh, for what I was asking from him, which he doesn't need to, it's immaterial health-wise, but um, it seemed like a good deal, you know? But then I got, oh, man, I got this rash. Uh, you know, it's not just uh, on the injection site. It's, uh, you know, he shows you, a cut. he's got like a rash on his stomach and mm-hmm. uh, a rash on his thighs. And he's like, mm-hmm. man, I just, I feel cold. My joints hurt and it really sucks. So I don't, I don't know. He when, when I asked him about this, he said to come to you specifically and to not talk to anyone else i see so <clears throat> he just said nebulously that uh, allowing yourself to be injected with some kind of uh, substance would help his goals and uh, you agreed to it in exchange for some uh, kind of well, beneficial treatment in the future me. he said it wouldn't right. hurt me did he tell you anything about what his goal was by injecting you with this substance um not really, you know. He just said that it was part of his insurance policy. Christ. Okay. Um, well, let me think. Do I have a, a means of getting in contact with him? Can I call him on like his sure. burner Ansible or whatever? Okay. <laughs> um, would you excuse me one minute? I need to do some uh, some research. Uh, I'll. Uh, I don't know. How, how does how do my machines work? Do I just like three D scan them and look at his shit, or do I need to put some of his blood in it, or like how's it work? Um, you could, the full scan would be very time consuming, but thorough. You can probably do an easier blood test just by okay. popping it out. And I'll start there because I know that this was injected into him. So it's got to be in his blood. So we'll start there. And then, uh, do the machines keep like a log of shit that people search in them? Can oh, yeah. I like delete the browser history? Or is that just going to be in there? Try that. I can try that. Okay, great. Because I, I, I don't. 
if I don't use the machine, then is it possible for me to figure out what is going on by just like looking at it under a microscope or something? Yeah, or does all try that? That'll happen? be much. That'll be harder. Um, like the, the DC will be harder or whatever. Yeah. So I'll see if I can do it that way first. All right. Uh, and then if I be, botch, then I'll do target the number fourteen. Team. Okay. Let me try that. I mean, I'm just I'm saying that as a filler. Obviously, like what I do is is something different. Uh, right. No, it would, um, it would literally be looking at it under a microscope. Okay, cool. So let's see. That is nine and six, so fifteen. It's smallpox. Jesus Christ. Okay. It's specifically oh, dead smallpox. It's a smallpox inoculation. Okay, so I mean, the symptoms are definitely synonymous with smallpox uh, vaccine. Yep. Yep. So. <sighs> Why is Lingpack injecting people with smallpox? The only reason that this could be an insurance policy is if he plans to spread smallpox all over the place. And I clearly don't want that. It's against my oath. And also, it's just a terrible idea. We don't know how it would affect our alien overlords and such. Um, I think that he is assuming that it'll be like a kind of, of germ warfare type thing, like where most humans, I think, in this setting would be immune to it. And he's going to try to like pull them off. No, smallpox is eradicated back on Earth, so nobody. Okay, so we'll kill humans then. Yeah. Okay. It's it it was considered a solved problem. Uh, You know, nobody who nobody who went to Mars, no one who was let off Earth was smallpox positive. Oh no. Okay. You know, I'm just going to go ahead and and accept that. Um, So that's that's. Great. Um, I'm I'm going to ask Linkpack what he's trying to do with this because I mean, regardless of what he says, it'll tell me something. Does he pick up? Uh, no, you can leave him a message. I didn't think he would pick up. Uh, this is a secure line or whatever, right? I don't need to like talk and cook. <laughs> what? What? How would you get a secure line? Do you know how an Ansible works? Do you know how to program? Oh, absolutely an not. None of this. I just wanted to know. <laughs> hey, uh, do I actually tell him anything substantive, or do I just? You have like, no idea how it's a magic okay. box, and you don't know what's Great. between you and him. Awesome. Hello, um, uh, an acquaintance of yours stopped by to see me at the hospital. Um, when you get a minute, uh, please come by. We uh, we need to talk. I guess that's all that I can really say without implicating either of us. Okay, so if he's been vaccinated, then there's not really anything that I need to do to him. Just yeah, you can say, relieve his you can relieve his symptoms uh, and maybe quarantine him because even with the dead, it's not likely that he's um, it's not likely that he's contagious, but it could happen. Okay, I don't think that's how smallpox works, but I'll I'll trust you on this. Okay. My, um, my my research was a little spotty, so ah, a pun. Okay, <sighs> um, all right, yeah, sure. So um, I'll I'll tell him that and just say, hey, you know, here's some some lotions and stuff for your rashes. But um, you know, I don't want you to give other people smallpox. I'll tell him that it's smallpox. Also, I don't see any reason to keep this guy in the dark. It's like uh, does he know what smallpox? Or has he only heard about it on TV? What? It's yes. what? Yes. Please he keep hit your voice me. Out. What? You you had gone through a great deal of trouble to keep a low profile with this. I'm going to have to ask you to keep your voice down. But Please yes, it no, is incomprehensible. This kills people, doesn't it? He's not keeping his no, voice down. No, no. All right, I need you to uh, just just calm down. You um, are talk, not talk infected. Him into, 
Talk him into calming down. Bill, I will talk him into calming down. Right, You're not infected. Well, okay, great. Ten. Okay. You, you've got, you know, you've got the, the, the doctor's bedside manner, and you're like, okay, you're not infected. You're just mm. kind of, in, it's like a, a shadow of an infection. Okay, so I'll explain how vaccines work to him. Um, he's like, and, and now he's whispering, he's like, he put a dead disease in me? Yes, that's what a vaccine is. You'll uh, put a dead or weakened pathogen inside of somebody so their antibodies can learn what the pathogen looks like. And then if they run into any live ones later on, they'll be better prepared for it. Um, I don't know why he would vaccinate you with smallpox. As far as we know, um, the last living sample of it was eradicated on Earth quite some time ago. You said that he'd done it as a form of insurance, which concerns me. The only way that this could insure anyone against anything is if someone were able to smuggle a living sample of smallpox onto the station. And I can't think of any constructive reason why anyone would want to do that. Uh, Has he told you anything? Okay. Uh, Nine. Yeah, no, you're in the dark would have had like a psychic vision if I'd rolled well. Um, <clears throat> I can't something. think of, Yeah, I probably would have thought of something. I can't think of any constructive reason why he would bring smallpox aboard the ship. Has he told you anything? Anything that could make this make sense? No, I'm I don't just, want to believe that he wants I'm just a pawn in his chess game, man. Yeah, microscopic pot, cog, catastrophic plan. Um, okay. It's well, like that when, song, like you said, Doc, I'm not going to die, am I? All signs point to no. Uh, I mean, we all die eventually, but you are not going to die of smallpox. This is uh, <clears throat> normal symptoms for the vaccine. Just like when you get a flu shot, you get flu-like symptoms for a couple of days. Okay. Um, this will abate eventually. Um, it may be unpleasant for a few days, but you, you should be fine. You're not in any immediate danger. I would like to stay on the safe side and, and quarantine you until your symptoms pass. Um, everyone else on the station doesn't seem to be uh, overly familiar with human uh, medical penumbra, so I feel like I could probably uh, pass it off as something harmless without telling people it was smallpox. It might create undue panic until we okay. have an actual So place. wait, I, sh- I can't tell anyone? I would advise against it. Has anybody else in your uh, company, cohort, whatever it is that you call it, been injected by Linkback? Well, I wouldn't know, would I? He kept it secret for me. He, he sent me specifically to you, so you'd keep it secret. If he was doing this to a bunch of people, wouldn't he keep that secret from me? I suppose he would. You are the first person I've encountered with symptoms like this, so... At- least if others come in, I'll know how to deal with them. Why would he do this? I mean, I knew he was kind of a scumbag, but I didn't think he was that kind of a scumbag. I confess it is uh, somewhat out of keeping with what I know of the man's character myself. He uh, has been involved in some shady dealings, but I don't believe that he wants to uh, spread disease about this ship. It would kill lots of people. 
yeah, man, I can't be a part of this. All right. Well, I so I, I am I going to be quarantined here? I don't know of a better place to do it. Um, you might be subject to some scrutiny here. I would say that you could hide out at uh, our apartment, but uh, it's been a hotbed of activity from those um, enforcer drones, the uh, bell-shaped ones. What? There are enforcer drones now? Yes, Who, uh, there who's are. Who's being enforced? I thought it was going to be, you know, Apo and Greta being the bosses. Well, there's uh, been a bit of a hitch there as well, but um, I don't know whose authority they're operating on. They were uh, quite cagey when it came to that sort of questioning, Uh, but I don't think that it would be prudent for you to hole up in our apartment. It's uh, not any safer than it is here. Here, at least, I know that I can keep an eye on you, and if anybody asks what's going on, I can just say – you know, that I'm researching what it is that you're infected with, and I want to make sure that you don't spread it to anybody else. Uh, I can get you some magazines or something. It shouldn't be longer than a couple of days. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, I, I guess I'll just stay here in quarantine then. Is there anybody that you need to uh, talk to? Um, do you have a job that you need to um, notify no. them about? Do you have any family? No, I don't have anyone. Maybe I that's see. why he picked me. I was about to say the same thing, albeit more delicately. Um, Okay. Do you have any idea uh, where I should investigate next? Uh, Mr. Pack's not answering his phone. Do you know anybody else who might fit into the same bracket that you do as far as this? Uh, Anyone else without any family or ties that uh, would be inclined to agree to the deal? Uh... He was talking to oh this guy with this this oh what was his name? Crap, it was Let me find it in my notes. Oh yeah, sure dude. Ot Gon Bayar. Christ, let me write that one down. Okay. Um Otgon Bayar. Yeah, I don't know his last name. Oh, that's his first name, all of that? Okay. Let me... Where are my notes? Here they are. Okay, Otgon Bayar. And you said there were two people. Who was the other one? Do you recall? I don't know. Kind of- Some, I, I didn't get her name. Some snotty chick with black hair. Okay. Um, I'll look up Otgon Bayar in my Ansible and see if he's listed. Um, There are three people with that first name. What are the odds? Okay. Um, Are there pictures in my Ansible? Um, of one of them there is, and he says okay. that's not the guy. All right, so well, then I know that there's two hot gone by ours that I need to investigate. I need to get my Terminator on and go and smash their Walkmans. <laughs> All right, so while you are doing that... Uh, yeah, sorry, we can come the, back to you now. The ship has... Uh, the brood sow has reached the, uh, the asteroid fields without incident, um... It's a big, big field. The planet that got bashed apart to create it must have been huge. And so while there are other ships floating around mining it, you've got a large spread of it all to yourselves. I mean, it does seem that it has been more mined out and is more heavily mined than the asteroid belt uh, in Earth, but it's the same kind of thing. There's so much matter there that, you know, no one's going to complain for you taking a couple loads. 
Um, all right, so give me a roll and tell me what you get and what the high dice are and what the low dice is. The low die is. We'll see how you do with your first day of asteroid mining. All right, let's see That's how good. this goes. Please be good, dice. They are not good. Six. Wait, no, no, no. That's a seven. That's not a one. All right. That's a oh, okay, great. Nice. <gasps> so what did you get? A nine. A nine. Okay, that's yeah, no, not great. Uh, what not were great, but what were the champ six. dice and what was the runt die? Uh, yeah, my champ dice were my um, my energy and my gravity, and my runt die was my harmony. Okay, so you're out there, and you know. You fly just fine scooping stuff up. Uh, you know, it, it's a little clumsy. You're getting used to it. Oppo makes some snide remarks. And then you've got to break up the irregular chunks with hand tools, uh, basically giant uh, plug-in chainsaws or rock saws uh, All right. with sort of loops around them because in zero gravity... If you try and chainsaw something and it's not braced, it'll just float away. And so you are learning on the job, and you are very vigorous, and you work really hard, but you are just not... You, these are unfamiliar tools. It's an unfamiliar ship. It's an unfamiliar process. You don't know any shortcuts. So by the end of the day, you are just exhausted, and you processed about a quarter of what Apo did. And Slu is... Let's see, how well did she do mining? She did even worse. And oh, she is... No. She just does not have... You know, she is... I, I don't know, is she older than you? Or is she the same? Uh, yes. Okay, I, so. believe, I believe she's, I a, so. she's like a couple... Yeah, she's like at least 5'10". Years older, so I believe. She's older than you. She never wore a stone suit back on Mars. Had a sedentary life. Uh, so she is not nearly as full of vim and vigor as you. And she is just wiped. She does not have the muscles for it. But the person that Apo is taunting for weakness is you. And, of course. Uh, you know, you've all met in the empty hold. You're, you know... Um, well, let's see, you'd probably be filling both ships at once. Uh, so, but the, the hold of the Galileo is emptier. It's both bigger and emptier than the one on the Zulu princess. Cause they know what they're doing. Right. So they have gotten a better, uh, a better load than you guys. And, uh, You've all gotten together for dinner, and they, you know, do some good-natured ribbing, and Apo just kind of glares at you, and he's like, If it was not for this soft, idiot, collaborationist, inept pilot, we would have twice as much as you. And they kind Kikibi kind of laughs loudly at this, and, uh... Jagati kind of looks a little taken aback, like like Apo's overreacting. And what do you say? He 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 he's super he's super tired. So it, it's not going to be like a big old, but it's a it's a big old speech. It's just something like you know, at least someone keeps the ship flying here. He's like, oh, I could fly this ship twice as good as you, man. 
suddenly he's Jamaican. I'm sorry. Uh, because he's Jamaican, me crazy. Oh, I wasn't going to go that far. Um, you know, he he stands up and floats over and, you know, gives you a little poke in the chest and he's like, I will outfly you any day, anyway. Is that a challenge? And... You, uh, another, another lean in. Are you sure that's a challenge you want to take? All right, give me a roll. Browbeat him. Let's see if it'll actually work this time. He's real tired. All right. Eleven. You beat him? <laughs> oh, my God. Apple, come on, man. <laughs> You're stronger than me, and you've got you've got at least two people hanging out with you. you got to at least have some backbone. Well, oh, dude, why aren't these giant arms helping you pilot this ship? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, all right, tomorrow we... F-. He's like, Kiki B... Can I fly your ship? And she's like, "Oh, if there's if there's a wager going on, then hell yeah." And he's like, "All right, tomorrow, tomorrow we, you know, I fly hers. You know, she will come and work in this in in this Galileo. What is a Galileo? I don't know, but she will work here. So, and we will see who minds the most tomorrow." Hmm. We will we will definitely see. I will definitely beat you. And Galileo, as you would very well know, was a film star and stage of and star of the stage and screen. Anyone knows that. <laughs> uh, Ben's like, hey guys, come on, can we just eat, maybe watch a movie and go to bed? And you know, Kiki B just laughs, laughs, laughs. All right, so the next day. You uh, you know you've you've made this bet. Okay, what are you what are you gonna stake? Oh boy. Okay. Um. Apo folds his arms over your synthetic fried eggs at breakfast and says, "When I what is what are the stakes for this bet? What I propose is that when I beat you, that you will tell me what the questions for the political debate will be." Which is fine, because I won't be participating, but I, I am very curious, and it would be helpful to me to uh, be prepared to answer what those uh, two, two ladies back on the station have to say. You sure would want those very well, if that's your terms. If I win, you must attend the debate, and you must be on the same even keel as the other contestants. I cannot attend. This is impossible. We'll be out here when the debate happens. It's we we even if we stopped mining and and headed back at full speed, we wouldn't get there in time. This is there true. will be a uh, yeah, it's true. You, there'll be a second debate. There'll be more debates. Don't you worry about that. Obviously, not the best of uh, not the best of thoughts, but just but 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 if you're if you're if you're still if you're if you're still worried about that, all right. My terms will be. Your silence. My silence Not about what? Your silence about your political feelings for a month. Just a month. Well, it doesn't matter since I'm going to win, but very well. And he cracks his knuckles and stomps off. All right. You ready to do this? Oh, boy. I'm ready. I'm ready for this. All right. Let's see how he does flying a ship. Ooh. 
That's a good roll. <laughs> All right, so's mine. 16. Wait, no. Yeah, 16. Nice. All right, so you are now... You've now gotten the feel of the Galileo and fired up by... Um, uh, what what were the high dice, by the way? Oh, uh, that would be uh, my uh, that's my energy and my gravity. Okay, um, so you don't get any uh, any of your exploit advantages. Yeah, no. but you you know you out you out pilot him, and uh, you you actually swoop up a big high deuterium uh, asteroid right from in front of him. So uh, <laughs> give, give me another roll. Sure. Ah, this one's a seven. Ooh, okay. He actually hits the Galileo with the heat shield of the other ship and, you know, shakes you up. And everyone, you know, yells and complains, but he snags a big, fat, heavy, uh, metal-intensive meteor in front of you. So, okay, third roll for the afternoon. All right, if that's what you have, that's how you want to go, fine. All right, that would be a 11. All right, and you, he, you jet away, how, how are you going after it? Um, I think, I think, St- I think Stanley now is, is putting at the equivalent of pedal to the metal for the ship at this point, getting a little bit reckless since after that first, uh, after that first one went so well and that second one was so dangerous. All right. Uh, what is what are your high dice? Uh, that would be again my uh, my energy and my gravity. Okay, so um, no exploits. So yeah, you just jet off and are vacuuming vacuuming stuff up like a maniac, and he's trying the same. And at the end of the day, you outmind him by ten percent. Oh, nice! So you have won the uh, the contest, and he is glaring at you with poison in his eyes. Now, uh, I am now I am a fair man, Apo. Your month of silence does not begin until we return to Scumstring Station. Oh, of course not, because then I might talk to people who matter. <laughs> and he stomps off to his room. And, uh, you know, Kiki B gives you a big high five. She's like, he's... He can he can be kind of insufferable, but uh, he in his heart, I, he he has never been bad to me. I don't know. I the, can. The thing with the girl gives me pause. You saw that with your own eyes. I did. Yes. <sighs> that's that's not the apple I know. All right. So, and then we shift to the debate. And all right, what questions are you guys going to have for the the debaters? Um, okay, so I feel like we would have worked this out together, even though um, I know Stanley's not there. Um, I think that we would have talked about and formulated a list of questions together off screen before we split up. Um, so, what do you want to ask people? Um, my my thing oh, is going to be before we do that, though. Uh, oh, at yeah? some point, Aruna stops by the hospital. And oh, is, great. Does she have smallpox, too? No, no, no. She just wa- She's feeling fine. She just wants to talk to you and see how you're doing and, you know, okay. iron out some small details of the debate. And, you know, 
makes it clear that anything you want to tell her, she is all ears. Okay, cool. Um, I, I don't want to help her cheat at the debate because <laughs> of reasons, um, but uh, I don't want to entirely rebuff her either. All right. Let me think. Um, should we roll that out? I'm thinking. Uh, yeah, we can if you want to. All right. Grab some Aruna dice here. Basically, uh, I'm just going to say, like, you know, hey, uh, get, get a good night's sleep, eat a good breakfast, you know, make sure that you press <laughs> your sorry and stuff. Like, not be like, no, I'm not going to answer, you know, tell you what the questions are. I'm offended that you would even ask, but not like, you know, the opposite of that either. Okay, let me see what I get. 13, lucky 13. That's oh, not you bad. clobbered her. So, yeah, huh? you know, she she backs right off. She's like, oh, no, 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 I would never... Okay. I would never suggest anything, uh, you know, any impropriety. And she laughs and puts her hand, rests her hand briefly on your forearm and floats her eyebrows. And she's like, no, no, no. To do so would indicate that I have less than total confidence in myself. And I'm sure that the, the best candidate will win. I just, uh, you know, and I'm sure Greta would do, um... Well, I'd, I'd rather have her than Apo, and Apo will not be contributing. So the only thing that will go wrong is that if both of us put in such a sorry showing that his followers uh, can argue that had he been there, he would have been superior. But, and, you know, and again, she's she's kind of patting and... Get, getting too real. <laughs> She's patting and stroking your forearm this whole time. She's like, since you made sure that he will only be a write-on on the ballot, I think I've got it. And she gives you a wink and sashays out. Okay, sweet, sweet. All right, so yeah, what are what are the questions that you guys have come up with for Gretel and Aruna? Okay, so let's let's talk this out because I feel yes. like we would we would have done it like off screen and stuff. So, right. um, what what are what are your thoughts? My thoughts are um, how is it that they're going to manage like resource allocation and shit after our allowances get cut off? What will be like the um, dominant schema for how people are rewarded with shit? And um, how will they try to forestall the inevitable problems that occur from whatever system they pick? Like if they say, hey, everybody continues to get five pounds of crap per day regardless of job, how do they incent people to do important jobs instead of just relying on UBI? And if they say, hey, let's do pure late stage capitalism, then I'm going to say, how do you prevent people from starving to death if they're invalids or if they don't have, you know, XYZ marketable skills that are useful on Gumstring Station or what have you. So I think that'll be probably my big one, uh, economics-based things. Um, what do you think? Because I know that whatever it is that we hash out as far as human leadership, we're not going to be able to affect meaningful policy changes with, like, the secret police coming in and, like, killing guys in our basements. So... I want to avoid rubbing that in and not ask questions about it. Um, yeah, I think I think that I think that's basically what I have in mind too. I think there okay. might also be Stanley might come up with with a lot more, maybe a lot more personal questions. Okay, uh, like maybe like he he would definitely ask like how you would like their take on the arts 
and their take on how to, you know, preserve human culture. And okay, yeah, that's a, that's a good one. That's a good softball. We can uh, start yeah, with like, that. Yeah. Um, that way both of them can be like, hey, here's what I'm like, here's my personality and stuff, before we start getting into, like, policy decisions. Um, right. We had talked about having just sort of a basic representative republic-type government amongst the neighborhoods, like have a sort of non-weird gerrymandered thing and make sure that um, – people from the different human settlements had had their things heard on like minor dictations of policy like traffic stuff and such like right. i know that that's going to be sort of a free for all and if you don't have like a zoning board and things people are going to do terrible shit to their living spaces like alaska so uh, that's something that's not especially glamorous but i think that we should still get an answer from our two guys on Right. Yeah, I think you know, like make sure that there's X exits and make sure that everybody has like electrics and water and windows and crap. There should definitely be a question about the Earth situation since that is on people's minds. The Earth situation meaning what? Like, 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 this is definitely this is definitely Stanley kind of like still kind of wrestling with the pack thing, but uh-huh. there's definitely you know there's definitely people where it's uh, there's definitely people that we've seen through the argument who are like you know you know, what, what about earth or what are we going to do about earth? And they're going to come for us. Like that's there. Like Pat, yeah. like, Pat's okay, not the that's only there. person so, with that in mind. So that needs to be addressed, especially with, especially with accusations of Aruna being a, well, accusations, facts of Aruna being an alien collaborator. Um, um, is it general knowledge amongst the populace that are allowed to get cut off or is that a secret? I don't remember. No, it's known. It's known? Okay, great. So yeah. then I'm, I'm going to – I won't cause any panic by asking that. Nope. So uh, that um, – yeah, I think that's a that's a pretty good that's a pretty good start. I don't need like exhaustive questions about zoning laws. Just right. like you know, <laughs> throw so that the out first there. One, the yeah. first one is about culture okay, and sure. yeah. uh, you know, their opinion of it. And the two of them present a fairly uh, strong contrast. Uh, Aruna – is all made up, hair done to the nines, beautiful sari, looking quite glamorous. And Greta has this, you know, it's not quite a uniform, but you can see how whoever made her clothes liked uniforms. And so they're, they're, she's standing there at attention, and uh, Aruna seems much more casual. Okay. And you know, Greta just looks confused at the question about culture and says, "Culture, culture is just a. Uh, it is. Uh, why are you even asking this question? People are not concerned with culture. People are concerned oh, with some material. Why did you well so badly? What? Oh, you're killing me with." That. So I was rooting for her. We were all rooting for her. Like okay. People, people are concerned not with you know folk songs, but with food, and not with where you know will our dancing be remembered, but where will I sleep tomorrow? We need to concentrate on the means of production and making sure that we have an appropriate and fair economy that meets the needs of the remainder of humanity. Uh, culture mm. is wonderful, but it is not essential. And Aruna right. just kind of gives this condescending laugh and says, "This is if this is an example of your short-sightedness, it is a wonderfully illuminating one. Culture 
is our greatest resource. We, it is what we have to offer. Why do you think they saved us? Yes, they did it because they felt an ethical obligation. But also, many of them regret it whenever a species dies out because of the cultural loss. What we have to offer them is a new perspective on what it means to be conscious. And if you think that that cannot be made profitable and commodified in front of an audience of trillions, then you're thinking on a microscopic scale when you need to be operating on a macroscopic one. And she folds her arms and looks smug. What's the next question? So much for the softball question. I know, right? We tried so hard. We we gave her every opportunity, and she just totally screwed herself. Also, the means of production hearts have been broken, so like all my socialism jokes have fallen flat. Okay, um, so I, I thought that we would just sort of gradually build in severity, so that obviously didn't work. Uh, what do you want to ask next? Um, I feel like we should do uh, the zoning thing first and then have the economics thing be last. I think those were the three like See, broad categories that we landed on. What do you think? See, I'm actually thinking um, I'm actually thinking we could I'm actually thinking economics next. Economics uh, first, okay. Yeah, right. yeah, like with how with how yeah, like uh, general culture, economics. Yep, yeah, that makes more sense. Exactly. You're, you're probably right. So basically the question is, hey, we all know that our allowance is getting cut off sometime soon. What are your plans it's to – um, yeah. what do you think we ought to do next? That uh, way we're not like leading them towards one of two things. You know? Greta presents this centralized uh, sort of neo-communistic you – know, everybody works together. Everybody uh, – you know, contributes to a central pool of matter, mm-hmm. which is, uh, you know, turned into communal resources first and anything left over is used for, uh, for excess and, uh, you know, for, for non-essentials. And she has charts, which she throws up with a hologram oh, projector. Good. Oh, wow. Showing that's, that's cool. how much she expects, uh, you know, how how difficult it is to get matter, how difficult it is to convert matter into food, clothing, and other essentials. Uh-huh. And it paints a pretty rosy picture because she's okay. like, we have the ships. We can go get the matter to provide for everyone as long as, uh, you know, we don't fall into the, the traps of the past of having it be a... Uh, a capitalist free-for-all where owning certain things allows you to set the rules and then exploit those rules to your own advantage. Mm, uh, okay. Aruna, on the other hand, is back on her hobby horse about culture and right. argues that what we need to do is form more uh, lines of communication and lines of presentation with aliens, find an audience for what is unique about humanity. And from that, we'll be able to get all the material uh, stuff that we need. And she is much, she's a lot softer and more vague on this uh, and, and, you know, does not have charts, but argues that Mm -hmm. if we can uh, find that, that there is an audience out there for everyone's uh, unique wonderfulness, basically, 
and that this could be sort of a, a, a YouTube utopia. Okay. So if I'm understanding correctly, she's saying um, we should sell, like, entertainment, like, uh, Ansible footage of songs and dances and, like, performing yeah. shit to other aliens. They'll give us money for that, and that will be independent of needing to go and mine matter shit into buckets or whatever. And right. that can be used that it instead will be much of. more profitable. Okay. Well, that's pretty cool. I know that we're just facilitators here, and for ethical reasons, we're not actually leading or, like, mediating the d- debate, but I feel like what would be really great is if they could do both of these things, okay. so that way um, people wouldn't be disincented to do difficult work and rely on UBI, but... Uh, they wouldn't need to be uh, wholly subject to the vagaries of a free market with aliens. So, you know, whichever one of them wins after we're done with our role as um, mediators, I feel like we should go to them and say, hey, you know, your thing is really cool, but also do this thing too. What do you think, Jose? Um... Because that, that way I think we'd sort of have the best of both things. Like we'd be able to be somewhat independent, but when we weren't able to mine or what have you, there would be some kind of external um, influx of resources into the station and I vice versa. Well, like when aliens didn't want to buy our stuff, we'd be able to sort of support ourselves a little bit. Yeah, I suppose I suppose that'd probably be best from a uh, from a from a from a psychological standpoint. That's I was just thinking logistically. Yeah, that's not too far off from how it used to be on Mars. Kind of just replacing the Earth care packages with essentially, like you mentioned, a kind of UBI. So yeah. I think the and I think that that's what Greta kinda... is basically advocating, and you know that has benefits and drawbacks, and so does um, Aruna's thing. Because Aruna's thing is, if nobody wants to buy your stuff, then we're kind of screwed. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think I think that's at least a good starting point. Yeah. I, I actually think Greta's got the eventual stronger point. I just think she's that might be a little bit too early psychologically. Like I think perfectly logically, I it's, think she's it's she's mainly got the right, just like risk versus right. reward thing. Like her thing is low risk, low reward, and Aruna's is high risk, high reward. And you know, like with stocks, you should diversify between these things. Is my is my thought process? Right. Yeah. Like I like I said, I definitely think. I definitely think Gre- Greta's got the be- ultimately the better option. It's just yeah, I that, think uh, she has the better option too, which is why I feel like she's going to lose. <laughs> it's not as glamorous. Well, uh, when you get yeah. into the question about districting and yeah. maintaining order, that's when the difference that's between them glamorous, really but that's becomes super that oh, becomes boy. pretty stark again because okay. Gretel, you know, presents says you know basically comes out and says. At first, I will have to effectively be a tyrant. I will have to be oh. judged. <laughs> oh, God. And she's like, until we can codify a set of laws, I'm going to have to decide every dispute that you bring to me on a case-by-case basis and execute the decisions myself. She's like, but we need a, a strong, central, and occasionally harsh law. And she, you know brings up some things you've some events you've never heard of that you know people are getting robbed taken advantage of harmed bullied and abused and she's like we need the government to step in instead of having people uh, 
settle disputes on their own or it will turn into anarchy. And she's okay. like, and I I will not live in a situation. It's like I won't live in a situation where the weak are subject to the wills of the strong. She's like, even though I am strong, she's like, okay. She's like, if I need to take over, she's like, if this comes down to an issue of force, I will take over by force. But it doesn't have to go there. We still have the chance to do this together, moving through comedy. C O M I T Y. Yeah, everyone thinks she says comedy like haha when it's C O M I T Y. Oh, she's mispronouncing committee. Okay, got it. No, committee. No, that's a word. C O M I T Y? Yeah. Look it up. I dude. trust you. I just don't know that word. So yeah, let me, Aruna's, yeah. Aruna's approach is much more, uh, you know, pie in the sky. She wants to set up neighborhood oh. committees, elect. Uh, elect neighborhood counselors who will sit on juries and adjudicate cases while Mm -hmm. pass, you know, that, that some will pass laws, others will adjudicate cases. Uh, Uh You won't rule on laws that you passed this sort of thing. So it sounds like she wants a very complicated bottom up structure as opposed to Greta's strong woman, uh, top down structure. Okay. So So again, with like, Sorry, go ahead. As they're going through this, you in particular have a chance to, uh, you know, the responses of the moderator matter a lot in these sort of things. So if you want, you can try and pitch this one way or the other. So if you beat a target number of, say, 14, you can give one of the candidates a bonus when they roll to see who wins. For ethical Ooh, reasons, I don't feel like my guy is interested in this. Right. As far as like, um, no, I understand what you're doing, and I think that that's really cool. But like with the economics answer, I feel like the best thing for the actual community would be a mixture of both of these things. Aruna's advantage is um, that if you have zoning done by committee, then it frees up whoever the actual leader is to do important shit so that they're not just like arguing about curb cuts and parking spots and garbage collection all day. But, um, what, what Greta's thing is, is it gives some kind of overall like overruling thing for stuff that's important, like, um, you know, fire escapes and and things like that. So I don't want to provide an advantage in this specific context, but I'll definitely keep that in my back pocket. Does that make sense? Yeah, well, okay, so you exercise the debate, and everyone goes off to vote. Okay, so, well, I've done what I can. Yeah, it's and you, you did not get involved in figuring out who was going to tally up votes. That's going to be Hong. Yeah, I didn't want to, like, ta- tally the votes if I moderated. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, actually, it's going to be uh, Hong as overseen by uh, some community leaders, uh, probably... Actually, probably who's going to oversee Hong, it turns uh-huh. out, is going to be um, Esme and Jiganu and Smooth. Because they are, you know, Jiganu and Smooth are the most trusted aliens. Yeah, because sure. Because they're around doing medical stuff for free, which is a hard, it's hard to make that look, uh, you know, self-interested. So that's yeah, all sure. going off. Um, okay. And okay, um, that is the uh, 
So that's the end of the debate. Uh, and while that is getting added up, we are going to skip forward a few mm-hmm. weeks to when the ships are coming back or when the um, the brood sow is coming back. And so you guys have loaded up. You've got a ton of, you, you know, it's packed with ore. Everything is tight and unpleasant and everyone is getting on each other's nerves. Uh, and at some point, uh, you know, you are, there's now uh, no good way to get between the ships easily. Uh, so you are stuck on the Galileo with Apo and uh, and Slew. And right. Apo asks you to suit up and get in and come into the, um, the storage area, the vacuum storage area where all the rock is. He's like, parts have come loose. Uh, you know, it's it's not a it's not a one man job. I cannot fix this. It is a one and a half man job. Well, I'm sure I'm more than plenty for the task, and he'll go. All right. So the two of you are out there getting rocks secured, and you know, you don't you think this is make work, but you know maybe he's just having a little cabin fever. Uh, and so you're moving the rocks around and connecting them, and then he tries to whip. What, you know how the uh, the cutters have the cords that go around whatever you're cutting, so that you can hold it to the blade in zero gravity. Right. You see one of those coming up over the top of you. Oh no! All right. Yeah. Well, he. I'm. I'm gonna get out of the way. I'm gonna roll to get out of the way. I gotta roll to get out of the way. Okay. So that's a dodge action. That just makes his difficulty twelve. Okay. All right. Oh, right, because, yeah, dodges, dodges. Yeah, dodges unrolled. Cool, right. And Mm -hmm. that gets you out of the way. He is now, uh, you know, you float away, and you see him looking at you. He's got the stone cutter in his hand, and is, you know, he's glaring, and he's going to try and get it over you again. What do you do? Uh, Well, he... Um... Uh, Stanley basically just has a moment to just go watch where you're and then the rope comes back down he's actually going to there's probably he's actually going to try to uh, I I think the first initial thing is he's actually going to try to grab the rope to make sure that it can't wrap around him if that makes sense yeah uh try to yeah okay and that I would roll for right yep alright oh Oh no, four. Four, all right. That's a four. So you get the, uh, you know, you get your hands on the rope and he just twists it and deftly wrangles you so that you are in, uh, you know, uh, in the enclosure and he, you know, thumbs the switch on the cutter and starts, uh, you know, starts it up. So what are you going to do? Ah, uh, all right. Um, so he's starting up the cutter. So I'm I, I'm actually tied to. Uh, yeah, you're I'm tied, tied to, to it, and he yeah. is, dra- and it's going to drag you closer. Am I am I close enough to be able to maybe kick him or maybe kick the? Because there's no gravity here, right? We're all right. in this. Yeah, 
is there any way I can maybe kick oh, uh, yeah. the, 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 the rock to, yes, yeah, I'm going to kick the back of the rock, try to float away just to get a little bit of distance from the burner. Okay. Ah. All right, that is a 12. And that would be a 12 with my, that would be a 12 with my energy and my harmony. I think that activates something, but I don't know if that's relevant to the. Okay. Um, what was your, what was your weakest die? That would be my gravity. Okay, you do not have any fail-safes because he beat you. Um, ah, dang it. So he pulls you in, and you've got a spacesuit on. So right. it you see the sparks coming off of that. Um, and But it does not get through it. And you're the two of you are now right up next to each other. All right. What do you do? Uh, headbutt. Okay. Uh, well, it's going to be helmet on helmet butt. But That's, yeah, like anything will work. <laughs> okay. All right, that is a third. Oh no, that is a fourteen. Okay. Um, and what's your low die? Uh, that would be my energy with a five. With a five. All right. Yeah. So the headbutt propels you apart, and well, how is this going to work? Um. You, your goal was to get away from him, right? Right. It's specifically to, yeah, p- try to push away. Okay, so you don't do any damage, but you get away from him. And in the process, you get the saw out of his hands. So you've now floated back. You're bobbling around. The two of you are carooming off the, the, the secured rocks. You are tied to this cutting machine, but it's now in your hands instead of his. What you gonna do? Right. Uh, can I use it to cut the rope? Yeah. Okay. Then I. You, then I. You could just eject the battery or unplug oh, it. Oh. Uh, yeah. That that works too. Yeah. Cut the rope. Eject the battery. All right. So you're vandalizing that. Uh, he is moving towards the airlock door. Oh shoot. Uh. So you've got the machine vandalized. He's starting to get over there. What you gonna do? Oh. <sighs> Oh boy, uh, let's see. That hmm. left to do, but once, once I'm free, I, 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 yeah, I, I guess I would attempt to push him away, hoping that the that the reciprocal force will just push me even farther away to try to eventually okay. make my around my way around back to exit. Okay, roll it. All right, beat a nine. All right, fourteen. Okay, yeah. Um, the two of you are struggling. You managed to... What are you going to do, like, throw the saw at him? Uh, yeah, just basically, yeah, throw the, the battery-less saw at him. Okay, so you, you know, push off the rock, whip this at him. Um, oh, what was your high... Uh, what were your high dice? Uh, that is my uh, energy and my gravity. Oh, so, okay, were you trying to do physical damage to him? No, uh, okay. explicitly not trying to. Uh, in fact, he, I think he pushes it with the... the, the I assume the blade's kind of everywhere, but he's just going to try to find the least blade. All right, so you've knocked him away from the um, from the exit. You're now both 
equally far from it. He's got the saw, tries to start it, sees that it's been vandalized, and he's going to rush for the door again. But you have, you know, you've eliminated his lead. What are All you right, doing? Yeah. I'm going to try to beat him to the door. All right. Beat a ten. I do not. I have a five. All right. Um, he gets to the door and is inside and, you know, seals it up. Great. All right. Uh... So I assume it's just a straight-up sealing procedure. You, I cannot open that door physically, right? Um, not, well, it, it depends on what he does on the inside. Okay, so, all right, so things haven't gotten that, okay. Uh, I think he's going to still try for the, uh, for the access wheel anyway. Okay. And try to turn it before Apo can seal anything off. Nope, he's, he's got you stuck out there. All right. Stanley just kind of slams a fist on the, uh, on the airlock door, just... Screaming, screaming! You know, just you know, let let me in, let me in. There's probably does any sound carry in at all, well, or from radios. the? Oh yeah, so yeah, just radio. He's actually going to attempt to radio Slew then. Uh, you know, just a quick like, Slew, Slew, come in, Slew. All right. Um. Yeah. A- Apo did not actually think to vandalize your radio. He figured he would just kill you before you had a chance to call anyone. And she's like, "What? What is going on?" Slu, Slu, Apo attempted to kill me. He tried what? to kill me with the cutter, and he's locked me out of the airlock. I am in, I, I'm near the rocks. I think he's going to eject or something. You have to stop him. Uh, all right. Uh, what, what should I do? I, there's no weapon, there's no, is there, is there anything you could use, uh, improvised? Uh, you'll have to, I don't think he's expecting you coming. I think if you could just get one good hit on him. Just knock him out. You can't expect can, me to just... fight that giant man. You, you, you have to do something. I can't. I can't get out of here. Uh, uh, I, uh, I don't know what. I, I have no ideas. I can't. I'm not a. I'm not a, a hero like you. I'm not a warrior. Can't you get Everybody, back in? Can't you get into one of the other ships? I can. I can give it a shot, but but you still have to be prepared. He might come after you if he thinks he's gotten rid of me. You, is there anything? Is there anything where you currently are that you can easily lift and and throw or hit? Uh, maybe. Uh, I guess I could. Uh, yeah, I could get something heavy out of the kitchen. Yes, grab something there. Grab grab something there and lock yourself down. Do not let him in wherever you are under any circumstances. I'm going to try for the other ship. All right. Um, so getting to the other ship. All right. Give me a roll and beat a what? Beat a 10. All right. Seven. Ah. No, eight. 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 Even worse. <laughs> so close. All right. Um, now everyone is on the radios. And uh, you are... Uh, you know, you get separated. Um, you are, you know, you, you're, you think you're going to get across, you're climbing along the, uh, the outside of the ship, and uh, you see Apo stick his head up into the gun turret and aim it down at you. And this is the anti-ship gun. Right. So, yeah. 
you have to get away around on the other side and uh, you know on as you're doing that you you lose your grip you know you're you're tethered but you can't get back you're disoriented you're flying all over the place he is trying to shoot at the tether and what winds up happening is that um, Kiki B launches her ship, swoops around, and catches you like you're an asteroid she's mining. And so you're able to get in through the airlock there. Uh, but before she can reattach, Apo gets to the, uh, the cockpit of the Galileo and detaches it. Oh, shit. So, yeah. So we'll break there. He is in the Galileo, floating away, or jetting away with its cargo, and slew as a hostage. And you God damn, are in, dude. You are in the, uh, in the Zulu Princess with, her, with its crew, right. trying to figure out what the hell to do. So, yeah, we'll, we'll take Holy it shit. up there next week. Whew, okay. Oh, boy. Uh, wow. Um, anyway, Greg, uh, you said you might want some more people. Um, do you want me to ask my brother, or do you just want a girl? Um, let's start with one at a time. Let's just start with one at a time? Okay. Yeah. So, cool. All right. Yeah, um, so if Andrea gives me a pass, do you want me to ask him? Uh, yeah, that would be fine. Okay, cool. We'll, we'll uh, wow, to... that was super exciting. <laughs> Holy man. All right. So we'll have to... We'll pick up on the uh, the cliffhanger next week. Talk Alrighty. to you then. Awesome. All right, see you much. next week. Bye. Termination Shock is released under Creative Commons non-commercial share-alike no-derivatives license. The music is courtesy of the Muse Open website and is a U.S. military band playing Holst's The Planets, The Jupiter Suite. This has been Termination Shock. Termination Shock.